Good morning, good evening, good whatever it is where you are. This is Luke and Sean, and you're listening to Project Breakthrough. Now, today we are going to be talking about bullying, um, because there's been a lot to do with bullying that's been happening around the world and here in Australia. We had Pink Shirt Day the other day. I believe that might have been in the UK and the USA. It's not a thing here. We have an orange shirt day for bullying, and it's a different time of year. Um, And we have an anti-bullying week. Um, So yeah, but we recently, my son had been bullied by some older kids at school. Some of you may have heard. Um, I don't know if you heard through Instagram and that or Twitter, but I was furious about it. I wrote a letter to the school because he was being teased by kids in the senior year and he's only in first grade and yeah, I wasn't really happy with that. So yeah, but the school's now doing something about it. They're doing, um, uh, they're having a day where they've got people coming in and talking about bullying, which is fantastic. Um, and just recently, uh, the Prime Minister of Australia has decided to write to over 9,000 schools about bullying and um, trying to get the schools to put better initiatives in place um, in, re- like in regards to bullying and um, how it's dealt with. Because um, at the current rate, the suicides um, in young people is just, um, is just going up and up and up. And, um, it's, we definitely need to do something about it. So, yeah, that's where we're at. So we decided that we'd talk a bit about bullying and, um, discuss, I guess, you know, why people do it, like what, the way it affects us, you know, all all sorts of things, uh, because it's just one of those things, which is, um, you know, it's, we don't know, like, a lot of people just don't know where it comes from. They kind of just think, if you bully, you're evil. And that's it. But the fact of the matter is, is uh, anyone can be a bully. And sometimes you don't realize you're doing it. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about it. And yeah, and clear the air a little bit in regards to that. So hope you enjoy the show. And um, we're just going to take a short break. And we will be back very soon. Okay, so we're back. So today I'm joined by Sean. Hello. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we thought, you know, we could, we've definitely both sort of been a victim to bullying. Um, so we figured we'd do a little episode on that. Um, and yeah, so what, you know, what can you tell me about your experiences with bullying? Uh, my experience of bullying was kind of just like from grade eight till I think, or I believe two weeks to grade 11, I was constantly bullied. So basically what would happen is like, you know, I would just go to school and within half an hour or an hour and a half, like instantly just someone would say something. And it was, it was never just one person, it was just multiple people. And it was just like, you know, one thing on top of another thing. To the point where I didn't really have self-esteem, I didn't really believe in myself, I didn't really love myself or even like myself. And, you know, I'd go home and I just wouldn't tell my parents. 
And so for, for, for so many years and for so long, my parents didn't really know why I didn't like going to school. Cause I, I think in the, I think in the, like just thinking about it when I, now that I'm 29 years old and I'm turning 30 this year, looking back, I actually did like school. I, I loved it so much. And it, kind of just um, broke my heart when I got older because I realized I did like school. It was just the fact that I couldn't handle being bullied. And, you know, most most teachers would just say to you, like, you know, you just need to stand up for yourself. You know, you need to grow up here. <laughs> like, you just need to, you know, be a man about it. And, and, like, but the thing is, it's really hard to stand up for yourself, A, if you don't like yourself, and B, it's really hard to stand up for yourself if you don't have self-esteem because you can't do much without that. And I think, you know, for, for the people listening to this and, you know, whatever, um, I just encourage you, you know, if you haven't told your parents what's going on, like if they just don't understand why you don't want to, you know, go to school and stuff, just talk to them because, you know, later on in life, man, it's, you're going to, it's impossible to have, to actually have a self-esteem when you're older, when you're an adult, to actually foster that and take care of that and just you know, maintain that, if you haven't had it when you were younger, like, it's just, it's really hard to value something that you didn't value when you were younger, you know, if you found, if you kind of find hope and find a self-esteem when you're an adult, that's kind of my experience, and I wish I didn't need to talk about it like that, but that's just, you know, it is what it is. So we were talking about, you know, like, um, if you're not, you know, if you're having a hard time with school and telling your parents and that kind of thing. But what about when you're an adult? Like if you're an adult being bullied, say at work or, um, just, you know, in general or on the internet or something like that, Mm. how do you think, you know, like, um, how do you normally deal with that kind of thing? If you ever come across that? Honestly, I think it's much harder when you're when you're an adult, because people have this expectation and this opinion that you know, you're an adult, you're older, you're not you're not you know twelve, sixteen anymore. Like you should be able to handle it, and that's just that that's just you know what most people will say. I think the kind of the best way to handle it is you know, some people as keyboard warriors, like they'll just try to attack you from all different kind of angles, you know, maybe you post a blog that's kind of, you know, it's great and it's got, you know, it's really encouraging, but there's always going to be one person that tries to tell you down. And most of the time it's because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all insecure. We, we, you know, we all struggle with self-esteem and no matter how confident you are, sometimes, you know, confidence that is massively outwardly expressed, you know, those people tend to be the most insecure. And I'm not attacking anyone. I'm just saying that, when you're an adult, it, it, it is harder because people just, you know, they either think that you've got an excuse or, you know, you're trying to come come up with reasons why you don't want to stand up for yourself. And I think, in a, I just think it's, you know, harder when you're, when you're an adult. Like when you're a kid, man, like you've, you've got a reason, like you might be in grade one getting picked on by kids in grade seven. Like you, you've, you, you've got a reason, like, you know, you should, Kids at that age shouldn't be, shouldn't be getting picked on. Like, you know, they, they might have just started school. Like, what's the point? Like, you know, we need, we, need, we need to have the responsibility and the integrity to treat people right. 
and and like I said at the start, like it's so hard to um, tell people that you're being bullied when you're an adult because people have this expectation that you know, yeah, you might, you were bullied when you're a kid, but did you deal with it then? But like it, it's hard, like it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, it's just one of those things where, like, um, yeah, there's this massive expectation on us um, as an adult that we're more mature and that we can deal with it. So um, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about adulthood and bullying. So I thought maybe we could delve into the realms of adult bullying, uh, because it's one of those things where um, we kind of wonder why people do it. Like, what's the point in bullying someone? Like, we just don't, you know, it doesn't seem to make any sense, especially to us when, you know, we're on the receiving end. But a lot of people don't realize they're doing it. And the people that are malicious about it don't understand fully the effect that they're having on the other person. Like they generally what I found is um, when adults bully other adults, it's essentially someone who's broken, who wants to make the person feel as broken as they are to normalize the situation. It's um, what I found, especially when I was a young adult, I found myself um, because I was depressed and angry and, I thought I was very rational. When I saw people who were happy and, you know, when there was no real reason to be, according to my logic, there was no reason to be happy, I would tear those people down and make fun of them. And I'd do that all the time. But it's like I just thought in my mind that those people were crazy for being happy. There was no reason to be happy. But that's because I didn't understand as much as I do now. I was much younger. And, but there's people who are, you know, who can be in their 30s, 40s, 50s, who still think like that, that still think that there is no reason to be happy. So people who are being happy are fake. So therefore I need to tear fake people down because that's, you know, they need to see that they're being fake or I need to disprove that person or discredit that person. It's similar to the way that people of different religions attack each other. It's it's the same kind of logic there that you can't really be happy. There's no reason to be happy. So, you know, it's that kind of deal. And the reasons why people do it are, are all unique. Like everyone bullies people for their own reasons that are specific to their own personality. I'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, it's, it, it's a strange thing because we think we normally attribute... Uh, bullying to, you know, just picking on people because they're different. It's not always that. Um, quite often it is because people are afraid of the unknown and they tend to pick on what's different because of that, because they're scared of something that's different and they don't want to accept it. That, that's essentially the main reason. So we'll go into that a little bit more after a small break.
So when we talk about bullying, there's really two types of bullying. There's bullying, uh, appearances, and demographic. And then there's bullying uh, for internal reasons. So there's the outward bullying and then there's inward bullying. They're the two types of bullying that there are. Now, outward bullying is generally when we um, see people being homophobic or we see people that are racist um, or attacking people's religions or just any like attacking someone of a different dem demographic. And, and that external bullying is due to fear. Fear of what's different. Uh, that is essentially what it is. Um, people who attack other people's religions are afraid that those people are going to influence their world and their life and change things and make things bad. And that's why they do it. Um, it's the same for racism and it's the same for homophobia. So, um, you know, it's like it's, it's this fear of things being changed because the world is okay right now. That person's world is okay. But what happens when things change is it messes with their world. It messes with their perfect world that they have for themselves. And that is one of the reasons why it happens. But the thing is, kids also make fun of people and bully people for external reasons as well. And that's generally learned from their parents. But their parents do it because they're afraid. So kids learn to bully without realizing why they're bullying. Because generally when you confront a child about why they're bullying, they're like, well, I don't know. But it, it's they've learned it from their parents is essentially what it is. So when a child is racist, they've learned it from their parents. Uh, if a child is unaccepting of anybody, it's generally from their parents or, or some, other, um, some other influence. But mostly their parents, so that if their parents hate certain types of people, the child will act that way because that is normal. Because that's their household. So where they, you know, what they live with, what they grow up with becomes normal, which is why racism tends to be generational and all that sort of thing. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a sad picture, but that's why it happens. It's all a matter of fear that causes that external bullying. So before I get into explaining internal bullying, um, I just wanted to see if you had anything you could add to that external bullying, like your thoughts or observations on... Um, how people treat other people based on differences, I guess? So, I, I think most of the time, external bullying will occur when people see a person that's kind of different to them. So, for example, if someone's kind of more confident than they are, or someone's got more self-esteem than they do, then they tend to, they tend to find the people that look weak, like, so for me, when I would go to school, you know, my eyes would always be on the ground. I'd always be looking my, at my feet, even conversations with friends, teachers, whoever it was, like my eyes would never leave the ground. And so I was an easy target. And, and the fact was like, 
I would cry, I would just, you know, start swearing, just flip my lid, just threaten people, Yeah. and it was just this external, it was, it was kind of this inward pain coming out externally, because, and I, and I always thought, like, you know what, like, if people are going to treat me like crap, then why don't I have the right to treat them like how they're treating me? Yeah. And then, you know, like, probably like in 2009 when I started going to church and stuff like that, I realized like, you know what, like, even if someone picks on me, even if someone puts me down, tears me down, bullies me to the point where I feel like crap, I, I'm not, I, I can't be that person anymore that just, you know, be the person, you know, just treats people how they're treating me. Yeah. Because I, I, I realized, like, you know, it, it would just ruin my life. And, you yeah. know, and I'd constantly be living, I'd constantly be, like, wanting to live free, but yet live like the slave. Yeah. And, you know, if I if I continually continued just treating people like crap, if they treated me like crap, it's like, yeah, I'm living free, but I'm still shackled. So, basically, um, I guess... Um, even on a, on a, like that sort of, um, external bullying, you can shrink that down from like something as yeah, large definitely. as racism yeah, to just definitely. being different to each other yeah. and then causing that whole back and forth fighting, which then ends up, you know, group versus group, yeah, family yeah. versus family, you know, clan versus clan. And it gets bigger and bigger until yeah. it becomes and something, even, yeah. even a, even a friend of mine, um, basically, he started getting, like, really picked on for the colour of his skin. Like, people just looked at him yeah. differently. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's, yeah, it's all, you know, it sucks, that kind of thing. But, yeah, we'll be back in a minute to talk a little bit more about that. And just adding to that, like, that, yeah, that whole, like making fun of people for the color of their skin. Like, I mean, it, it was the same with my son. Like, he's he's only little. Like, he's in first grade. And the kids were making fun of him for having freckles. These kids were, like, twice his age. Like, these were senior kids. These kids in grade six, which is the year before high school here. You know, and it's just... It's kind of ridiculous that that's the sort of thing that yeah. kids were um, resorting to, making fun of a, a little kid who's just sitting there having his lunch. You yeah. walk by and making fun of their freckles, like it's just not, it's just not cool. Like, yeah, and uh, it's you know, and external bullying, I guess, is the one that we can um, really point the finger at a lot of the time because uh, most of the bullying that we see is the external bullying, and and like it's the one that we can rationalize with the easiest yeah. because it's so broad. Like, it's either someone looks nerdy, someone looks different, someone's from a different group at school, someone's different skin colour, and, and that's kind of... It's very easy to rationalise why the person is wrong. Yeah. It's very easy to just go, yep, that's a wrong attitude, you need to get a better attitude, and, and that's fair enough. It's very easy. It's There's a very clear line between good and bad in that situation that we can just say, Hey, this is the line. Yeah. You need to stop crossing it. But when it comes to, um, internal bullying, this is where there's a lot of gray areas. Um, it's a very, um, broad topic and it's a lot to do with our own personalities and how we view everybody else. 
and it's um and that's what sort of resorts us like uh to everyday bullying that we don't realize people are feeling bullied when we do this which is why i think this topic's so important because most people see bullying as that external bullying mm. and they have no idea about this other kind of bullying and it's it sort of lurks under the surface so we're just going to take another really quick break and i'm going to get right into that just straight off the bat and we're going to go through this as quick as i can as best as i can because it's such a big topic but we're going to do our best and yeah we'll be back in just a moment just to talk about that so internal bullying it's a big topic and a lot of people don't quite uh experience like well they don't um I guess, get really into it and understand what it's all about. Because people say, oh, bullying is wrong, don't do it. But then people, a lot of the time, don't realize they're doing it when it's internal bullying. Now, internal bullying is a little bit different to external bullying. External bullying is very obvious. Internal bullying is us bullying others because of our personality. And it's sort of work... What you normally see in the workplace, when you see workplace bullying and things like that, it's generally internal bullying that comes to the surface. Now, there are seven types of internal bullying, and I'm going to try and get through these with as quick as descriptions as I can. So, the first is discouraging people. Now, uh, people who discourage people are very good at observing um, the flaws in people, and they will make themselves feel better by discouraging others. And that's just one type of internal bullying. Um, another type is being judgmental of others. Now, some people are just naturally judgmental and they will look for things that people do wrong and they will then start bullying them for what they believe they're doing wrong. Um, another one is um, being a know-it-all bully. Um, people who sort of lord knowledge and understanding over people and make fun of people who are not as bright, um, their grammar's not as good, you see that on the internet a lot, uh, and, and that sort of thing. So bullying people for not being as smart as them. Um, another one is, um, like what Sean said actually earlier, is um, looking like an easy target. Um, people bullying people, um, it's almost situational, like, um, it's, it's not observational bullying, it's more, um, being the weakling, so that's another one there, so that's four so far, so just bear with me, it's pretty hard to get through these. (laughs) Um, another one is, um, bullying people, um, because of the way they look and money, so like, like, they look scruffy, they look poor. Um, their hygiene's bad, stuff like that. That's that's the other kind. So there's only certain people who do these types of bullying. That's what I'm getting at here. It's actually not like a broad thing that everybody does. Certain people do these things because it's what they value that comes to the surface. So we'll just take a short break and I'll just finish this off real quick. <music> Thank you.
All right, now just to finish off those seven. So so far we've gone with we've discussed discouraging, uh, judgmentalism, um, know-it-allism. Uh, there's the um, the judging people for their wealth and how they look. Um, I don't have a name for that. I forget what it's called, actually. Um, and then there is the um, the sort of targeting weaklings, like people who look weak and targeting them. So picking fights with people who are who are weaker. Um, so yeah, so we've got those ones. So it's five. Now the sixth one is emotional is like this is emotionalism or emotional bullying. So that's people who are um, feeling that are tormented in themselves. So then they torment others. Um, and then the final one is observational bullying, which I, I sort of mentioned a little bit. Um, so observational bullying is um, people who are jocks um, and they spot weaknesses in people. So generally people who are born leaders, who instead of leading, you know, and encouraging people will go around picking on people for their flaws and will, you know, and they, and that's that observational bullying. Um, but yeah, I guess it's, um, it's one of those things where you, we look at these, like, like that was a really quick explanation of those and it's a very broad topic, but if we can work backwards through that and quickly just uh, like recap there's observational bullying, which is jocks picking on people because they're born sort of leaders and they can see the flaws in people. There's that emotionalism, which is um, letting your emotions, you know, make you into a nasty, mean person and picking on people um, because of emotions and how they feel. Um, there's that know-it-allism, which, you know, picking on people who aren't as smart as you. There's that judgmentalism, so people who, you know, you think are wrong or doing something wrong and picking on them for that or that kind of thing. Um, then there's that um, picking on people who are weaker. Uh, there's that picking on people um, for, you know, their appearance, I guess, is how you would put it. But um, it, it's, you know, it's, it ties into money and things like that. So if someone's poor, if someone's a poor bee, you know, that kind of thing and people picking on them for that. That's an internal thing. That's not necessarily an external thing. And last one, that discouraging, which is a big one. That's, um, yeah, picking out people's um, flaws and discouraging them because of that. So, yeah, so that was a very, very quick explanation on that, if you want to talk to me about that more, you can always call in, and I can discuss it with you, or we, or I can um, talk about it on Twitter, which I might do later. I might, um, I might write a blog about it actually, about bullying and the seven different types of internal bullying because it's so broad, and I'm probably uh, it doesn't do it justice talking about it so quickly. But um, yeah, one of the things that internal bullying can do to people is um, turn them into bullies. And that's the main dynamic of internal bullying. Where external bullying, um, it segregates people. Um, internal bullying can often turn you either into a bully 
or can make you depressed and anxious or suicidal or it can do all sorts of other things and it's like it's a, it's a more personal level because it's attacking people's character when you have internal bullying in the picture where external bullying you can say they're just making fun of you because you're black so you know and that's nothing to be ashamed of you can't change that you're black that's it um and that's fine you know and and like that's the thing i with my kids they're all ginger it's the same thing with them like they get made if they get made fun of i say hey you it's something to be proud of you know you're this is who you are and you know you've got this amazing family and we're ginger and that's just you know the way things are and that's our that's our her, like that's where our um hereditary's from and we just we just we're just cool with that and that's how we do it you know and i teach my kids it's something that they should be okay with but with internal bullying it's a whole other dynamic it's where you start questioning yourself especially when you're not confident in yourself so when people say things about you you're not quite sure if they're true or not and then that starts to uh, there's a chain reaction of inner turmoil then and it can cause you to either become really bitter and angry yourself or it can make you um instead of lashing like turn you into this bitter person that lashes out it can actually turn inward and make you attack yourself and i'm going to just yeah we'll have a quick break and then when we come back um i might get Sean to touch on some more with that internalizing um with bullying okay so just ignore the title of that last segment that was segment 9 that was bullying part 9 um i just accidentally named it 10 so don't freak out you haven't missed anything Now um yeah with that internalizing like with that internal bullying and how that's attacking your character and how that then gets turned inwards um yeah so what's your what do you what's your opinion on that and your experiences with that So I think my opinion on internal bullying um it it it'll totally turn inward to the point where if people are calling you ugly dumb you know fat whatever whatever they're saying to you you'll you'll start to you know you'll start to swallow those lies and eventually you'll start to tear yourself from the inside out and ba- basically to the point where you know if you used to have confidence but now people are picking on you you you'll you'll you know friends at school will say hey man you're awesome like i know what you're going through and it sucks and it shouldn't be happening but so friends family will tell you you know you're awesome you got a purpose you got a future you got a life to live you got hope you got a you just got You you're born for a reason. You'll go home and instantly you'll cut yourself down because and most of the time external bullying causes us to internalize it to the point where you know, yeah, like I said we'll go home and you know that purpose, that future, that you know hope that people say you have, you you just won't believe it. Like so you know and then you'll go back to school the next day, you'll go back into your work life and you'll you'll go from being a 16-year-old young adult to like a 23 23-year you know adult or whatever and you just won't have the confidence and self-esteem that you used to have and that's that's the worst thing because um 
just replay, replaying the things that people have spoken over your life, in, in, you know, in your head and in your heart, you, you'll 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 literally keep just chopping yourself at the knees to the point where you just find it really hard to walk. You find it really hard to just believe in yourself, to you know, believe in your future, your your just hope. And you know, most of the time, you know, people people bullied me for my years. Like, my ears are pretty big. <laughs> and, you know, I'm okay with that. And, and it didn't... It, it took me years to accept that fact that, you know, I was born for a reason and I was born, you know, how I look, you know. And, and um, it took friends, it took family to, to really encourage me to accept that truth. Yeah. Yeah, so that sort of internal turmoil, like, yeah, is, is, uh, I mean, with myself, I guess, um, when people would bully me, um, most of the time it was misplaced, and I guess I was actually more of a confident kid than most other people. I mean, it was very rare for me to be upset over bullying. Actually, a lot of the time I'd shake my head and roll my eyes at people who were bullying. I, I was more of an anti-bully. Um, because I was a strong, confident kid that was tough and I kind of didn't like bullying. So I, and, but I learned that sort of attribute from my mother. She, she was someone who stood up to bullies a lot when she was in school. But yeah, with myself, um, yeah, I just kind of, when I got to know people who bullied other people, they always wondered why I didn't hang out with their group. I had the same kind of sense of humor and I like the same kind of things. And they're like, you, why don't you hang out with us? You'd get along with us really well. I don't, why hang out with all these nerds? And I'm like, cause I hate the way you bully people. I hate bullying and I don't like it. It's not my thing. And they'd go, Oh, Oh, okay. Wow. And they, they didn't even realize how serious what they were doing, like how it affected me and how I was so seriously against it because it was just normal for them. And, and that was a funny thing. I mean, with me, um, the only time I took things personally was when it was people I thought cared about me said things about me. Um, so, you know, often it'd be um, my, you know, ex-girlfriends. <laughs> and so, you know, like, when they were still my girlfriend, like, you know, like, the whole really, really attacking me and saying nasty things about my character and about who I am, um, which I know now wasn't even true. It was just them being upset, you know, with either... Well, a lot of the time, they did a lot of things wrong. And I think the main reason that they attacked me was to sort of turn the situation around so that they didn't feel like such the bad guy because they would do awful things. And it was, you know, they were trying to justify that by trying to paint a picture of me being bad when, you know, I actually wasn't. But I knew I wasn't that bad... But then, you know, when it's someone that you're close to, you, you tend to believe that stuff more. And I think that's where yeah, that stuff really yeah. gets to you because yeah. you're like, wait, are they right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it sort of happens. And on the internet, that happens a lot because it's like, yeah. why would they, why would they even bother? Yeah. Why would they even comment unless they meant it? Yeah. Like, why would they, why would they spend all that time, you know? And that's where a lot of us end up in this sinking ship yeah. when it comes to online bullying. But yeah, we'll talk about that in the next segment. Mm -hmm.
Now, in regards to online bullies, um, which are quite common nowadays, especially with how online everything is and how we're expected to have technology and online lives, um, it's it's one of, it's a phenomena that's really like um, yeah, it's just taken hold of the internet and it's caused so many suicides in young people and I mean. It's hard enough for most of us with someone online that we don't even know coming and bullying us um, and saying things about us. And most of us will go, oh, you're an idiot. And, and, you know, like, you know, there's the whole don't read the comments yeah. and don't feed the trolls. They're like the two rules of being a contributor on the internet. Um, yeah, but like, what, you know, a lot of the kids that like at school, that the people online bullying them are often people from their schools. And essentially, they, they'll be at school, and they'll be bullied, and then they'll come home, and they'll be bullied online. Yeah. But then, if they don't go online to be bullied, they'll be bullied for not being on, online, like, hiding from them at home and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's this really unfair um, sort of situation that children have put other children in at the moment, and... Um, yeah, it's like they can't escape from it. Where, you know, yeah. normally when you'd come home, you, it's yeah. safe. you got yeah. mum and dad yeah. and all these people to talk to. And yeah, and it's just a dangerous situation. But yeah, Sean, you were talking about, um, we were talking in the break about um, sharing with your parents and, yeah. and how important that is. Did I, you wanna... I think I think it's, it's so important that we just talk to someone, whether it's your mum, dad, best friend, you know, your grandma, your grandpa, you know... Just whatever, like we need to talk to people because if you don't talk to people, you are gonna isolate yourselves. Like that, it's not a matter of when; it's it's a matter of just it's gonna happen. And you know, if if you choose to talk to someone, you're choosing not to isolate yourself. But if you don't choose to talk to someone, it's basically gonna happen when you least expect it, and, and you know when you're not ready. And like conversations, like just talking to someone, like you know when you're ready, it's it's hard enough. But, but, like, when someone actually comes up to you and says, ask you how you're going, it, it's even harder when you least expect it. It's even harder when that conversation's, you know, it's just out of the blue. Like, you know what I mean? So, you need to talk to someone because that's the only way it's going to get easier and it's the only way that you're going to feel safe and you're going to feel hope. Because that's what happened to me. Like, I eventually told my dad. And I can't remember if he cried, but he, he was a bit heartbroken. So yeah, so I guess in closing, um, the most important thing when it comes to bullying and dealing with bullying is your support network. Yeah. Um, if you're not working with other people and have people on your side, um, you become like so susceptible to the whims of bullies. Um, it's not like a, you know, my dad's bigger than your dad situation. It's really, um, you need that strength from other people. You need that confidence from other people. You need people who believe in you and yeah. know that the stuff that's being said to you is not true, yeah. who are able to encourage you in those situations. Um, you know, like all people that won't judge you, people that, 
you know, that understand you. You need people that are on your side uh, when you're in that situation with bullying. Like, and it, it, it just absolutely ruins you and your mental health. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you have a mental illness or not. Bullying can cause severe depression. Bullying can cause severe anxiety. Bullying can cause trauma. Bullying, yeah. like, for extended periods of time can really damage yeah, you. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter, you know, how big or how small the bullying is. They don't have to beat you up every day. Like, it could be something small. Like, just the nasty things that people say. And it can just get to you. But the the... The whole thing is you really, really need to get people on side with you. And that has to be your biggest priority. Yeah. Like you cannot do this alone. And yeah, so I guess um, that's where we're going to wrap it up today. Um, if you want to call in and ask us anything about bullying and what we've talked about tonight, or if you want to call in... Um, with some encouraging messages, or if you want to call in and just talk about some bullying um, in your own life, or if you've got some advice for people, or anything anything you like, just call up, um, and we will publish your calls. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always hit up our Instagram, which is at project, B-R-K-T-H-R-U, um, or the, our Instagram, same handle, it's at Project B-R-K-T-H-R-U. It's all one word. and um, Or you can check out our Facebook. It's not that popular. Don't go to our Facebook. No. <laughs> Just don't worry about the Facebook. Um, but you can, um, you can also read our blog, um, which you can find through those social media pages. And yeah, we would really love to catch up with you guys soon. We hoped you enjoyed our, uh, I guess, broadcast this evening about bullying. And yeah. We'll catch you soon.